going down that dirt road. Welcome to Lake Placid, New York's Olympic Village. It's home of the 1932 and 1980 Winter Olympics. Welcome to the show. We are Lake Placid, brought to you by the Lake Placid News. I'm the editor, Andy Flynn, and we're celebrating all the people that make this one of the best places to live on Earth. Safe care right now. That's what you'll find at Adirondack Health. Many of you have delayed going to the doctor or the hospital during the pandemic, but at Adirondack Health, they've taken specific steps to increase your safety, like streamlining their check-in process, using high-tech disinfectant machines. Bottom line, Adirondack Health makes your safety their top concern. Learn more at adirondackhealth.org. That's adirondackhealth.org. It was a Monday, April 12th. I spoke with Jay Rand. He's the town of North Elba supervisor, and we got caught up talking about some of the issues facing the town and the COVID-19 pandemic. When you took over last January, it was only a couple months before the pandemic hit. Was there anything that you wanted to do as supervisor that kind of got put on the back burner last year uh, because of the pandemic? There were a number of projects that we were working on that um, somehow stumbled along here, you know, into the summer. And the the toughest time was, uh, I think, April, you know, when it first came out, March, April, those months, um, just getting adjusted to everything and um, trying to follow all of the uh, New York pause enforcement issuances. Um, You know, we had to prepare a staff plan to, you know, avoid shutdown. In other words, staggered shifts and things of that nature. And then as it went along, one of the things that took some uh, quite a bit of effort was really to, I worked with Roost and the police department, you know, locally to um, try and enforce, you know, or, or get the word out, educate, I guess is the best word about masks, social distancing, washing hands, and all of the other um, safety protocol that uh, we were instructed to do through the Essex County Health Department and uh, also the New York State Pause uh, Enforcement. One thing I had was a committee that we put together. It had, uh, you know, like Bill Moore from the police department, uh, the health department, um, the mayor, Roost, etc. And the way it worked, like anybody could call in to the on the pause line if they had a complaint, for example, somebody wasn't wearing a mask or, or following protocol that they were supposed to be, then uh, they could issue a complaint, which then went to the sheriff's department and then to the supervisors of the town where it happened. And then I would distribute it to what we call just a little enforcement um, staff there or committee. And we'd work together to try and uh, address some of them. You know, some were if it was food establishment or health, you know, that'd be health department, for example, but other things um, that um, took place, you know, we do the best we could to try and educate and, uh, and provide uh, <clears throat> guidance to keep things orderly. So the, the pandemic is, is not over yet, you know, so is it safe to nope. say that, you know, and it probably won't be over by the end of the year, it'll be different, but uh, is it safe to say that the pandemic has really defined your 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 term as as supervisor? 
No, I I think um, I wouldn't go that far. I, I would say that it certainly added um, a lot more to it um, in terms of time consumption and, you know, emails back and forth with the county and different supervisors. And But, you know, business still has had to go on. And even though the town hall doors were shut from time to time to um, people actually coming in, we never closed. We always had people here at the offices and we did business, you know, by either through the phone or a drop box right out front. And that was the same with the village and um, our offices, every one of them were staffed sometimes, you know, um, staggered so that if one person did get COVID, uh, a positive COVID, then at least we could still continue to cover you know, unless we had real bad luck. But um, as it was, I don't think, you know, we really hard. I don't think anybody except maybe one or two throughout the entire year were tested positive or given a, a 10 day issue. So so if the pandemic hasn't defined your your term as uh, as supervisor, what has what other issues are there well, that uh, you're working on? Well, it started off. Um, we had a had to do an audit. Um through the st- office of the state comptroller, uh, which um, in- involved audit of departments handling money and board audit of, of the clerk. And I mean, these are just things that along the way took, took a fair amount of time and effort. And we had to do recently uh, a New York State public employer mandatory emergency planning requirement, which um, the governor's office um, specified and that had to be done by april 1st and it had to be you know approved by our union as well and that basically was a plan for not only covid related but you know future emergencies on how how we would um, react to it and uh, a plan to work our way through it that you know we've continued to um work intermittently on projects, you know, like the Cell Science Center project. Um, affordable housing there. Affordable housing, the Mackenzie Overlook project. If if you look on West Valley Road, <laughs> the cutting took place. And that basically started a couple of years ago. I went, I was asked, I think by Roost, Jim McKenna, to, to go down uh, with um, Art Lucy was there and Senator Little and um, the contractor, Reagan Development Corporation. And that, of course, was to build 60 affordable apartments, 40 single bedroom and 20, I think 20 double. And it's in an ideal location. And the Lucy's, as you I'm sure know, donated the land. The town also, we rarely, if ever, do a pilot program, but we did one for this project. Last year, we also completed um, our uh, sidewalk project around Muir Lake. You know, it was a town-village joint project. We went uh, with the concrete um, versus the paver stones. Um, And I think it's really turned out, in my opinion, everything I've heard, uh, extremely uh, good comments on it. Um, It's got granite curbing, you know, so it's no ups and downs if you've walked it. Andy, it's it's straight, oh, flat, yep. straight and flat. Uh, something happens easier to fix. Um, it's um, with baby carriages and people in high heels or whatever. 
that's uh, much less apt to to tear up. There's been so many issues with paver stones. You know, if you look anywhere you go, they're always, um, I mean, they're nice. They look nice and everything, but they're a lot more maintenance. There's always some pieces missing somewhere. Well, I I agree. It's a lot easier on the knees because you don't have the up and down, right? But I'm gonna yeah. But I'm gonna you know, call, I'm gonna call you out though. Who who's walking around Mirror Lake in high heels? <laughs> you see it. You see it. <laughs> I saw it on Main Street the other day. Oh jeez. Yeah. I think Main Main Street though. I do agree, and I and I think the village um, for that portion of it, you know, want to go first class with it, and not that the concrete wouldn't be considered first class the way it was done. I think it was, there's no ups and downs. There's no freezing or puddles, but on main street, I'm pretty sure they plan to put in uh, granite pavers. Uh, Can we get back to the, the, the housing, the affordable housing, because, you know, we ask this of the village officials all the time, but inside the village limits, there's very little uh, room for expansion for affordable housing. It really can happen in the town of North Elba, you know, outside the village limits, so um, there's one on the West. What is it? The West Valley um, project that's going on right now. Right. But, the, but, well. but there's there's more room for for that happening outside the village limits. So in the town of North Elba. And we're talking we're not just talking just right around Lake Placid, you know, a quick, quick drive to Raybrook or whatever. I mean, there's yeah, I mean, in, in the town of North Elba, there's a lot more room for that. Other than what's Good. going on right now, what can the town actually do? To, to, to help or is it just yeah we need this but other than offering incentives like pilot programs you know what 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 can you do you know i think we're we're doing what we can right at the moment um i know that um the development commission is always um, keeping their eyes out for for additional properties that you know might be used in the future again right now unless somebody basically donates the property and it's tough to really build anything that's affordable housing because the property or the uh, material costs and labor costs, et cetera, are extraordinary right now. Um, I've heard that over and over. But, um, you know, I think the Development Commission will continue, uh, and our new development director as well, will continue to look for opportunities and grants and other possibilities to continue to locate. But right now, I think we got a good start, you know, especially with the project, the two projects going on. And, and there is some affordable housing in that Cell Science Center project. Now, I've got a question. New York State just, um, they passed a law um, approving recreational use for marijuana. And uh, towns have the opportunity to opt out of, you know, uh, approving sales of uh, recreational marijuana in their jurisdiction. Mm-hmm. Um, what are your thoughts on that? Would would you be in favor of of opting out of that, uh, or, or are you in favor of just uh, uh, sales? Well, I'll tell I'll tell you, Andy. Um, you know, certainly the board needs to discuss that. We I, we really haven't even talked about it yet. It just came out. My personal opinion on <laughs> on uh, marijuana and drugs is um, I'd do anything to keep it out, but I'm not saying that. And in, in this, you know, uh, medicinal marijuana, et cetera, is one thing, but to um, have it available for for sale on our main street, et cetera, it's, that'd be a tough pill for me to swallow. But as I said, we haven't even right. discussed it or I don't know enough about it 
um, at this point really to to make comments that you know are online so to speak you know it's just i think an awful lot of things have to be worked out and be interesting to see what other communities are going to do as well but you know i I just i go back to things like you know how many millions of dollars have we spent nationwide on trying to keep kids from smoking and now we're throwing it out there so that um, marijuana is okay to smoke or edibles or edibles (laughs) yeah it's not just smoking yeah so I, i think there's just a lot of issues that have to be put on the table and solutions that have to be worked out and proposals. And um, I always try and as much as possible, look on both sides of the coin and we'll keep an open mind until everything gets put on the table. But that's where I start. It's at the bottom. I'm pretty dead set against it. Just to be clear, your your jurisdiction is outside the village limits between the village of Saranac Lake and village of uh, of Lake Placid, everything outside those village limits is your jurisdiction in the town, correct? That's correct. Okay, so the town could say, out, you know, in, in outside the village limits, we could, you know, pass a law, local law, uh, banning those you know, adult use cannabis retail dispensaries or on-site consumption, uh, and that would include like Raybrook. If somebody wanted to set up, you know, a dispensary in Raybrook, that would be illegal if you passed that local law. Um, yeah, and you can't. You can't kick this uh, this this question down the road because there's a time limit here, December 31st. So between now and the end of December, which is the end of your term, at some point it's either going to be brought up as a local law or not brought up as a local law. If somebody yeah, that's that's all true. If if somebody did present that and it got seconded um, as a motion, would you? You're saying right now you you can't make a decision whether you would vote for it or against it. As I said, you know, um, right now, personally, I would vote against it. But I'm obviously until we have had time to discuss it on the board and and um, get all the facts, then, um, you know, if, if there's some if there's a reason that strong reason that uh, somebody can present that makes me feel otherwise, then it's not impossible to change your mind. But right now I'm against it. Gotcha. All right. Well, this this will be a debate, or maybe not. I don't know. Uh, between now and the end of uh, your your first term as supervisor. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, this, I think this it, year, I think it'll be. I think it'll be um, probably uh, hot and heavy. Yeah, there's a lot of opinion out there. That's for certain. And and you know, it seems to be. This is what I've seen as as far as like with casinos and everything else. It's it's about the tax revenue. So if if the town decided against it, um, they they would be missing out on three percent. You know, tax revenue coming from that. If it were you know, say in in a dispensary in Raybrook, you know, for instance, they would be missing out on that. Who know, who knows? And and the county too, because the county gets some money. So we haven't talked much about the county. What are some of the the, the biggest uh, issues facing the county right now? I think a lot of it has been keeping up with uh, the COVID issues this past year. You know, there's just been a ton of stuff uh, every day. Uh, Sean Gilland has been in communication with the state of New York, and then passing the information on to us. Um, and one of the things, you know, the county. We've really not had a lot of been able to have a lot of um, face-to-face meetings. It's all been Zoom 
I think last week was the first one we've had for quite some time where we actually were in E-Town all together. Again, it's been a lot, a lot of it related uh, to the, you know, the health department and keeping up with uh, clinics and uh, getting transportation restarted, which, um, you know, the public transportation. You know, uh, last year for the summer tourist season during the pandemic, we saw, we just saw tons of people. What are you, what are you expecting for this summer? Uh, a repeat, maybe a little bit more? Are you bracing for, uh, for what's about to happen? I think we're going to have another very busy, busy summer. Uh, Jim McKenna and um, MJ, Mary Jane Lawrence, were at the meeting today and and indicated that, um, you know, it's looking very strong, that people are making reservations ahead of time. And it still looks like, you know, they're going to be looking for more drivable locations. And certainly, as far as I'm concerned, I've never seen it busier even uh, up until this past weekend. I couldn't believe the number of people in town. And if you tried to go to one of the little restaurants, even, you know, you'd have waiting lines. And um, in the past, at this time of the year, I don't think I've ever seen it any busier. And yeah, I truly think it's going to be really busy. You know, last year it was it was family oriented more. You know, that's one thing that um, we worked on religiously last year and uh, till till there was no other choice. cancellation of all the big events that weren't held last summer but in spite of the fact that we didn't have the horse show we didn't have iron man we didn't have lacrosse we didn't have our marathons we were as busy as ever so that's something that has to be balanced out and i I know we're still working on that week to week or month to month and with um roost is always involved in that and the mayor myself and other people that uh, our Butch Martin, our sports director, or our uh, park director, and then the heads of these organizations that run the events. You know, I think to balance it off, we certainly, we've always been event-oriented, and I think with our history, probably always will be. So I think it's just a matter, myself, of balancing the events off with, with the new um, way that families seem to be coming to our area yeah because last year uh, kind of proved that you don't really need those large events to, to to be busy but at the same time uh the the town of north alba lake placid village have really defined their tourism based on those large events so um like you said the the balance so you know i, I mean i've asked people you know like uh, the mayor and 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 jim mckenna at roost are we ever going to see a time when we won't have those big events? And tell me, what do you think? Personally, I, I'd like just to see the balance. I think um, I think there's a place and purpose to have have the uh, the events, um, but you know, in in a probably possibly a smaller number of people at the same time, or you know, that's what we've been kind of working on with different organizations to try and. Find something that can work for the community where we keep the event yet, yet um, able, still able to provide uh, good services for the families that come here. Well, Jay, I just one more question. Uh, I know I've taken a lot of your time, and I appreciate you uh, spending some time with me today. Um, Jay Rand, town of North Elba supervisor. Um, you have a lot of experience in town, not just working with Orta, but you just have a long history in town with your family and growing up here. 
So you you know this town very well. That's an understatement. The pandemic. I mean, um, the pandemic has been around for most of your term as supervisor. Do you see any way that the pandemic has changed the way that we do business forever? Has it really changed life in this town, even when the pandemic is, is done? Has it changed anything? You know, I think it's premature to, to say to say that. I think, you know, we're we're still going strong with our uh, our tourism, um, trying to work out our events. People want to still come here for the events. Um, you know, we're moving forward um, toward uh, the, the games, 2023 games. So, you know, the basics to me seem seem the same in many ways. Obviously, there's a lot of people and businesses that have really um, suffered hardships. There's no question about that. And um, hopefully, you know, as we move along here, everybody um, can recover. I think the recovery is um, probably the biggest challenge. But I don't really think at this point I can say that, you know, things have changed the way we do business. You know, one thing that's changed probably more than ever, if I thinking along those lines, is just the number of people that want want to move here. You know, people, I think, want to get out of the cities more than ever into open spaces and they feel safer. So in that respect, I think it's just brought a lot more attention to us. So more more people know about us. We're not the best hidden secret anymore. Jay Rand, uh, town supervisor in North Elba. Thanks for your time, Jay. Anytime, Andy. Thank you. For more on this story and the latest news in sports from New York's Olympic region, check out the Lake Placid News. We're on stands now. Or, if you insist, check us out online at www.lakeplacidnews.com. Special thanks to Dan Berggren for providing our music. Learn more about Dan and his fascinating story, a life in radio, education, and folk music at berggrenfolk.com. Thanks for listening. I'm Andy Flynn, editor at the Lake Placid News. We are Lake Placid. Mm-hmm.